Well, hey everybody, Dr. Ian Bulow here, and thanks again for connecting with me on this next Staying Connected episode. Um, man, this has been a lot of fun. I haven't done a uh, podcast in a, probably a little over a week, and I've been itching to get back on here. So thanks for listening. If you haven't listened to the first few podcasts, this is something new that I'm doing, and I'm doing it because I want to stay connected with my patients and my community that I don't get to see all that often. The podcast here is more about... Um, Oh gosh, leadership, spirituality, entrepreneurship, personal development. It's a bit more insular and a bit more deep thoughts with Ian Bulow, so to speak. <laughs> I remember in Saturday Night Live, you know, they had the deep thoughts, you know, with uh, what's his name. But um, anyhow, I digress. I digress. Today, I'd like to chat about how do you separate out your personal life from your business life, especially when your personal life is stressful. Uh, I think, especially for those of you in the service industry, this is a huge point. This is a huge issue, separating out your work from your life. On one hand, obviously, your work is a reflection of self, but on the other hand, your work is not about you when it's work. When it's work, on one hand, it has everything to do with you, but then it has nothing to do with you when you are serving your clients, and and that's what we're going to talk about. And then I also want to talk about leadership. And, and more in particular, servant leadership, servant-based leadership. So it, it, they kind of go hand in hand. So one of the reasons I'm doing the podcast was uh, I was inspired by this, this you know, this mega uh, marketing uh, entrepreneur, Gary Vaynerchuk, look him up. And he's got a community called Vayner Nation, which is where a lot of these entrepreneurs and service professionals hang out and exchange ideas and ask questions. And this gentleman, Ty, who actually is from my neck of the woods in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, this gentleman, Ty, was just asking, hey, what does everybody do to not bring their personal stress to their work environment, you know? How do you separate that out when you're having a bad day? And I think it's a great question. It's a really important question for anybody who is in the service of others, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a doctor, or in my personal case, my history, like right now I'm a doctor, I'm a chiropractor, but historically where this hits home is when I was a server at a restaurant. And so I want to tell you something about the restaurant world that some of you may or may not know, but it really speaks to how to train yourself to separate out your personal stresses from your work life. And here's how it works in the restaurant world. In the restaurant world, you have a front of the house and a back of the house. And the front of the house is the thing that everybody sees when they come into the restaurant. You know, it's it's your greeter who greets you with a smile. You know, it's usually this bubbling young adult who says, you know, welcome to so-and-so. You know, how can I help you? And they seat you to your table. And your table's so nice. And it's got all the, the fixings and the china and the, all the silverware. And if it's a fine dining restaurant, you know, you have three forks and three knives and, and the whole gamut. And the servers come by, and the waiters come by, and the bus person comes by, and maybe even the chef stops by. Everybody's dressed to the nines. You know, everyone's got their best self-showing. Um, you get the point, right? It, it's kind of like you're going on a date with your stinking server. <laughs> but let me tell you, there's the other half. And the other half of the restaurant is called the back of the house. And the back of the house is where the chefs are and where the servers go to get your food. It's essentially like the kitchen of the house. And if you go back to the kitchen of any restaurant, most of them anyhow, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it for you. You walk back and it's hot and it's messy and it's loud 
and people are yelling. It, it, it's kind of like, I mean, ultimately, it's sort of like Hell's Kitchen, if you've seen the TV show Hell's Kitchen, where a lot of times the head chef is under so much stress because they're trying to cook for 100 different people that want 100 different, have 100 different food allergies, that want very specific items on their plates, and you have servers who need it yesterday, and the chef's trying to put it all out. So it's just a little bit stressful, okay? And, and, and double down on that, if it's a really stressful environment, you have people cursing, you have people yelling, you have the dishwasher on the side who's running the dishes and it's hot and it's stinky, and then on the other side, you have the chef's who are yelling and, and asking where servers are because they have to get their food before it gets cold because then the chef's going to get blamed if the food goes out cold. It's a very stressful environment. And, you know, it's almost like if you've ever seen the original, uh, um, the, I think it was the original Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Maybe it was the remake. Um, but there's this scene where, like, there's this, there's, this, um, there's this car and it's bubbling over with soap. And they, and they drive through this like invisible layer and it's like it squeegees off all the soap and now it's this brand new shiny car. And it's like, how did that happen? You know, it's this old movie and it kind of squeegees it all off. And in the same way, the restaurant world, when you go from a, the back of the house and it's stressful and you're yelling and you're cursing and then you take the, your, your client's food and you set it up on the tray and you walk out to the front of the house, it's like this invisible doorway when you walk through a literal, literal doorway from the back to the front, but there's an invisible like squeegee, like a film that completely cleans off all the stress. And then all of a sudden you've got this beautiful Rembrandt white smile with a little twinkle in your tooth. And you go up to your, your table and you, yes, ma'am. And yes, sir. And here's your plate. And isn't it nice today? And is anything else I can get for you? And oh yes, not a problem at all, my dear. And you know, and, and then you go back to the back of the house and people are screaming and yelling. That's how it is. And, and you know, first of all, what you have to realize about the the restaurant world is your your clients don't need to know World War Three that's going on in the kitchen. And in the same way, in your work life, your clients don't need to know what's going on at home. They don't need to know. Part of the reason why, especially in the service industry, if you think about it, is there's enough stress in the world today that they don't need to come to you and your business and get more stress. I like to think of my own business. Now, granted, I'm a doctor's office, so this is really important. But I like to think of my own business as the one place where my clients can go to receive physical, mental, emotional, spiritual uh, restitution you know, and, and, and I don't know if the word is, um, oh, uh, or just like, like a getaway. They can get away from the stresses of life. It's the one place they can come to and know that they are going to be set at ease physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. They don't need another place for more stress, more gossip, more politics, more BS. That's not what they need. Most people don't need that. So number one, you have to intellectually realize that the world is full of stress and you don't, your clients deserve better than to have your crap poured on top of their crap. They don't need it, right? And the second thing is if you think about it, you have to be able to realize that it's not about you. You don't go to your place of work to get your personal needs fulfilled. That's not, that's a very dangerous thing. 
You go to your place of work to work and to provide a valuable service to others. And one of the things that a mentor of mine taught me was a little mantra. It's a little mantra that every day I would say to myself as I walked into my front door of my clinic. And it was like a little prayer. And the prayer goes something like this. You send them, Lord, and I'll serve them. You send them, I'll serve them. Right? You are lucky and you are blessed and you are fortunate to even have clients that want to be a part of your world. One second, I had to check to make sure this was still recording. All right, we're still recording. (laughs) You are blessed and you are lucky and you are fortunate that God has sent you people for you to serve. Now, if you're not in business, maybe this, this is your family. Maybe these are your friends. Maybe these are your colleagues. Maybe this is someone who's asking you for advice. So here comes someone to you. They enter into your space and they need help. They have a need. And all you do, all you have to do is serve them. They're a fellow child of God. Get over yourself and take care of them. It's not about you. It's about them. So you send them, Lord, I'll serve them, right? And if you are in business as a business owner, and as a service professional and or a service professional, realize that servants can be paid, slaves cannot. It's okay to serve people and make a living on that service, right? You're providing a service, but again, it's a service to them. It's not a service to yourself, right? It's about them. So the more you can create a physical and mental threshold around your place of service or place of business and when you enter that and when you cross that threshold and you go into that space and you leave your personal needs, desires, wants and stresses behind you, the more you can do that and cross over, the better you will be, the better you'll serve and the better your patients or excuse me, your clients will receive. Okay? Which brings me to my last thing I wanted to talk about, which was servant leadership. You know, it's so funny. Most people in, and by the way, let me just interject right here before I go on. If you guys have any questions on that concept, I'd love to know, not just questions, but comments or feedback. The idea of you serve them or you send them and I will serve them. And the idea that your workplace is all about your clients and not about you and that you have to differentiate between meeting their needs versus unloading your own needs. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. I, I really fit, I really truly believe it's a mental switch. It, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't have a, a magical way of, of indoctrinating you into doing it other than thinking about the reality of the restaurant world. And it's okay to fake it till you make it. It's okay to put that face on if nothing else, for the sole purpose of realizing that it's not about you. It has nothing to do with you. So you mentally move forward. You move on. You take care of your clients. Yes, it may be hard, but you just do it. I don't know. I don't know. There's not a, there's not a trick. Um, there's one strategy I could think of, which is just having a personal outlet outside of your workplace. Having a personal outlet, having a hobby, having some way of getting out your stress. Maybe it's even seeing, seeking counseling. It could be a lot of different things, right? But having that outlet outside of your place of work is, is a great way to, um, 
to not let that bubble up and spill over on top of your workplace and, and your clients. It's got nothing to do with you. Keep it two separate places. So don't know if that helps or if it just pours gasoline on it, but um, I'd love to know what your thoughts are on it. Uh, second half of this podcast, thanks again for joining me, um, is um, servant leadership. It's just a personal story, you know. I've been um, on this quest and journey over the last year to provide as much value as I can to my community. And this podcast is an example of that, but providing as much value as I can to my community and not asking anything in return. And lo and behold, when you do that, you know, opportunities um, come in. You know, I've been asked to come and present and speak at different college homecomings and different national symposiums and things like that. Um, Opportunities pop up when people realize you're just trying to do the right thing. You're trying to provide massive amounts of value. So in your family, in your relationships, in your workplace, may I suggest, and I'm actually going to suggest this to myself, to begin to simply provide value to those in this in that sphere how can i help what are you working on how can i help how can i help facilitate it how can i help you execute on your needs on on your project here what can i do to help set you at ease and to help reduce the stress in your life how can i serve you better right and in doing so you start to have a position of relevance and eventually, dare I say, authority in that person's life or in that, in that association or in that profession. I've been testing it out myself and it's been very, very, very effective. Um, not only is it effective, it's needed. People need servant leaders. People need leaders that don't even have a title. They need leaders in their life that will step up and lead them and, and, and leadership in a lot of ways is just partnership, just standing with them and saying, hey, you know what? I'm here for you. What can I do for you? How can I help you? How can I you know, know the way, go the way, show the way? How can I help you attain what it is that you're looking to attain? And in doing so, you will become an inspirational leadership figure in that person's life. And if that person happens to be an employee or a coworker, now you've become an inspirational leadership figure in your company or your association or your organization or, or your profession. I've been noticing it just personally through really trying to make this message take it home in my professional life. I don't charge for much. I mean, I, 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 in my clinic, that's how I make a living. But in my profession, I've been giving back a lot in terms of advice and, um, and just trying to help students that are coming up through the profession. And I'm not asking for much of anything in return. And as a result, now I've, I have, there's a position of influence. And, and my goal is to use that position to continually perpetuate this message of leadership and servitude and, and really try and move the needle forward. There's a lot of takers in the world, and I'm just trying to be a giver. And so that's just a little side note thought for this week's podcast is to just take note of those in your life, in your personal sphere, your professional sphere, your colleagues and friends, and just humble yourself and just ask them, hey, man, how you been? Is there anything I can do to help? You know, what, what's a current problem you're having? Be a problem solver. 
right? There was, you know, be a miracle worker. You know, I remember one of my mentors, Jim Rohn, talked about the power of being a miracle worker. You know, he talked about, you know, uh, the disciples going to Christ whenever Christ was ministering and they needed more fish. There were all these people and they only had two fish or three fish. And what do they do? Well, you go to the miracle worker, you know? A lot of people would say, oh man, I don't know, we're screwed. We only have three fish and there's thousands of people, but not to Christ. Christ was like, yeah, no problem. I'll take care of it, right? Be that person to someone in your life. Are you the person that someone can go to and you say, not a problem. I got, I got your back, man. Don't worry about it. It's all taken care of. You know what I mean? Or do they go to you and it's, hey, can I ask a favor? And your response is, oh man, I'm just so busy and it's just so stressed out and oh gosh, I got all this stuff going on and my kids, oh my gosh, my kids are driving me crazy and then at work, oh, blah, 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 blah. Don't be that guy or gal. Be the person in your workplace and in your life that someone can come to for help and you say, not a problem. Can you hang tight two seconds? Let me finish what I'm doing and then I'm all yours. We're gonna solve this thing together. That's the kind of leader that we need in society. We don't need more stress. We don't need more garbage. We need people who are going to meet us eye to eye and say, tell me what's going on. I'm here to help. We got this. All right. That's what I got for you guys this week. I hope you're doing really, really well. And I really honestly, if you've listened to this podcast all the way up to this point, holy smokes, I really want to thank you personally. So honestly, please message me comment, get a hold of me. Let me know that you listen to it. Let me know what your thoughts are. If for no other reason, I'm otherwise talking into the dark and I want to hear from you. I really do appreciate you going with me on this journey. Thank you for staying connected and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye now.